0: What's up everybody, a long time no talk, I'm Milan Jordan, welcome back to the MMA Daily Blitz, thanks for tuning in, the MMA Daily Blitz is part of the DSP Media Podcast Network, if hey, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast. and also check out our YouTube page, and you can follow me on Twitter, at Milan Jordan, the MMA Daily Blitz is presented by BetUS.com, bet with the three decade leader, BetUS, Join now for a 125% bonus using promo code DSP125 or a 200% bonus with crypto using promo code DSP200 and bet sports, casino, horses, pop culture, and more at betus.com. You bet, you win, you get paid, betus.com. All right, I haven't talked to you in a couple of weeks because, well, there really hasn't been much going on the last couple of weeks. Uh We had... Uh, we got UFC 280 coming up this weekend, but before we get to that, uh, the only fight that really happened the last couple of weeks was UFC Fight Night 212 at the UFC Apex in Las Vegas. Uh, it was in front of family, friends, and fans, and not just Mark Zuckerberg. Wow, what a concept, huh? All right, so in the main event last weekend, it was Alexa Grasso uh, continuing continuing to move up in the flyweight title contention with a dominant decision victory over Vivian Araujo, Uh, Grasso and controlled things throughout as she improves to 15 and three, her fourth consecutive victory since moving up to the 125 pound division. Uh, Grasso looked quicker and crisper than her opponent with a nice mix of punching combinations and kicks to the body and head. Uh, you know, really frustrating her opponent who really just couldn't get anything going. Uh, Alexa Grasso improves to 15 and three overall, seven and three in the UFC, while Vivian Araul drops to 11 and four overall, five and three in the Ultimate Fighting Championship. Uh, co-main event, it was Cub Swanson making his Bantamweight debut, uh, but he was overmatched and outclassed by Jonathan Martinez. Uh, Martinez dominated from the get-go and to finishing off Swanson uh, with heavy, heavy leg kicks in the second round, earning the TKO victory. Jonathan Martinez has now won four fights in a row, uh, improving to 8-3 and three in the UFC, while the 38-year-old Cub Swanson falls to 28-13, Losing by KO or TKO for just the third time in his 41-fight MMA career. Uh, next up was a middleweight matchup of former contender series competitors. Uh, after getting dominated in the first round, Dusko Todorovic came back with an onslaught of strikes in round two and finishing off Jordan Wright at 3:12 of the second round. Uh, the 28-year-old Serbian fighter improves to 13 and three as a pro, with 12 of his 13 wins coming via stoppage. 40-year-old Rafael Asensio snapped a four-fight skid with a unanimous decision win over Victor Henry, uh, controlling the pace throughout with solid counter-striking, mixed in with some good takedowns. Uh, Asensio revealed after the fight that if he would have lost, which would have been his fifth straight defeat, uh, he would have considered moving up weight class or even retire from MMA altogether. But nonetheless, uh, Rafael Asensio avoids all that by getting back on the winning track. Alonzo Menefield and Mishka Sarkunov kicked off the main card in the 2-all-5-pound division. uh, With Menefield getting an emphatic victory, tagging Sarkunov with a couple of left hooks and finishing with some really good ground and pound, Uh, Alonzo Menefield wins via knockout at just 128 of the first round, uh, winning for the fourth time in his last five UFC appearances. All right, before looking ahead to this weekend's UFC 280 stack pay-per-view card, uh, let's dive into some news and notes. Uh, Jorge Masvidal uh, calls out Leon Edwards. Uh, Jorge Masvidal believes he deserves a third crack at the UFC walk to title, uh, despite coming up short on two previous occasions and losing his last three fights in a row. Uh, he has the UM- UFC BMF title holder, and uh, he believes himself worthy of a third title shot based on uh, several factors, but most notably his rivalry with current champ Leon Edwards. Uh, Masvidal's history with Leon Edwards, if you, if you recall, dates back to 2019 when uh, Masvidal sucker-punched uh, Leon Edwards backstage at UFC London with the now infamous three-piece of a soda uh, following his knockout win over Darren Till. Uh, Masvidal, you know, his, his start continued to rise at that point. Uh, He ended up snubbing Leon Edwards for years following this encounter, uh, but developed an overnight interest in a matchup. All of a sudden, once Leon Edwards uh, knocked out Kamara Usman uh, at UFC 278 278, to win the welterweight title, Uh, Masvidal said in an interview uh, that he is deserving of a title fight with Leon Edwards from a money aspect. In a fan aspect, even though he hasn't won since claiming the BMF belt over Nate Diaz back in 2019. Uh, remember, Masvidal has lost twice to Kamaru Usman in title fights and also Colby Covington. Look, I'm a huge fan of Jorge Masvidal. Uh, very popular. I, I respect his game. I respect you know how far he's had to come to have a very successful MMA career. But, look, Leon Edwards is not going to fight Jorge Masvidal anytime soon. Uh, Masvidal ducked. Uh, Leon Edwards when you know he was going after bigger money fights and and looking to move up into title contention and why not well now that Edwards is a champ and Masvidal has lost three fights in a row Masvidal is not even in the top 10 so he's got a while before he gets another fight with Leon Edwards if it's for the title it's going to be a long time if at all uh if Edwards you know he look his his immediate future his next fight will be a rematch against Kamaru Usman probably in England at uh, the first quarter of uh, 2023 but uh Hopefully uh, Jorge Masvidal, I mean, look, he's a great personality, really good fighter. Uh, we'll see who what's up next for him. but I, I definitely won't be Leon Edwards, and I don't think it will be anytime soon. Now, word came out earlier this week that um, UFC fighters and their teams will no longer be allowed to gamble on their fights and be in accordance with promotion policy. On Monday, uh, UFC Chief Business Officer Hunter Campbell uh, notified the promotion's roster and athlete managers of a change to the UFC athlete code of conduct that now covers athlete wagering Uh, the updated policy on wagering uh, does not prohibit fighters from sponsorship uh, from sponsorship deals with sports books. Many gambling websites pay athletes to post their predictions on social media, often with discount codes uh, to draw in new users to the books. But I mean, look, this makes sense. I think fighters uh, and, and, and their teams not being able to gamble on their fights, Makes sense because I mean all the other major sports you don't know, you know guys can get suspended for betting on themselves even uh, whether we saw Pete Rose in baseball of course years ago but even now that gambling is uh, is legal uh, throughout the country uh, through much of the country I should say uh, even then it's still you know with professional sports seeing uh, not having uh, athletes and and coaches and teams and whatnot and not being able to uh, bet on the uh, wager on their fights it only makes perfect sense. Uh, UFC de- President Dana White has uh, got a new combat sport venture, uh, slap fighting. And he got the green light to be a licensed athletic competition in Nevada. Yes, it's going to be called Dana White's Power Slap League, and it will be regulated and overseen by the Nevada State Athletic Commission. Uh, this following a vote earlier this week in Las Vegas at the commission's monthly meeting. Uh, UFC Chief Business Officer Hunter Campbell uh, was part of the promotions ownership group. Uh, gave a presentation of the new league to the commissioners, and uh, Campbell told ESPN that those involved with the Power Slap League have worked with commission officials over the past year to test slap fighting and work on a rule set and structure that would be based on MMA. Uh, Power Slap League will also have similar medical requirements, weight classes, and matchmaking to MMA. Uh, look, slap fighting—it's not exactly a new thing. It's been around for a few years, but never re- never regulated. Uh, here in Columbus at the uh, Arnold Sports Classic, we've seen uh, slap fighting competitions. And, you know, YouTube it. It's pretty entertaining and really intense, believe it or not. Uh, it features usually two competitors across from one another throwing slaps with open hands to each other's faces. Waiting to see when you see one knock, the, whoever knocks the other one down usually wins. Uh, Hunter Campbell went on to say that Power Slap, Be- slap League uh, wants to eliminate some of the more archaic aspects of the uh, sport that exist on the lower levels, like. Two opponents with vastly different weight classes and matches that last many rounds. Uh, he's going to look to maybe have some rules that will address fouls, uh, permitted areas to slap, and safety requirements, even as like mouth guards and earplugs. That's uh, going to be scored under a ten point must system, and like that's similar that's used in boxing and MMA by uh, commission judges. So. Uh, the ownership group of the Power Slap League uh, con- consists of some pretty big names in MMA. Uh, Dana White, as I mentioned, uh, Fertitta Capital, which is, of course, uh, owned by former UFC owners and Zufa owners Lorenzo and Frank Fertitta, uh, also uh, TV producer Craig uh, Pilligan, who helped create the Ultimate Fighter Endeavor, uh, who currently uh, is part of the uh, UFC, uh, and also Hunter Campbell, and also uh, hedge fund Zeke Capital. Uh Hunter Campbell went on to say that there are no definite plans for a first event, but the hope is that Power Slap League will be distributed by a major broadcast partner by the end of the year, so we shall see. So stay tuned for that. Maybe an early Christmas gift is the uh, Power Slap League. All right, uh, back to MMA this weekend. Uh, one fighting championship is back in action Friday night with one on Prime Video 3. Uh, the main event is John Lineker taking on Fabricio Andrade uh, for the Bantamweight title. All right, this weekend, huge pay per view. The UFC is back in action, back at the UAE, returning to Abu Dhabi with UFC 280 Saturday afternoon stateside. And this is probably like one of the most stacked cards that UFC has put out in a long time. Uh, we've had some, you know, some uh, pay per views that might have had a good fight here or there. and But usually, like maybe a couple of the other uh, fights on the main card, maybe were just fillers, so to speak. Uh, But this card has five bangers uh, on the main card. Starting with the main event for the lightweight championship, it's Charles Oliveira taking on Islam Makachev. Uh, Charles Oliveira has won 11 straight fights. Remember, Oliveira was the lightweight champion. Uh, He was stripped of the title when he failed to make weight for his last fight against Justin Gaethje. Uh, But during his uh, uh, 11-fight win streak, Olivera has beaten the likes of Clay Guida, Jim Miller, Kevin Lee, Tony Ferguson, Michael Chandler, Dustin Poirier, Justin Gaethje, uh, with 10 of those 11 wins coming via finish, 7 submissions, and 3 by knockout or TKO. Meanwhile, Makachev, he's on a big winning streak of his own. He hasn't lost in 7 years. It's a string of 10 straight wins, 6 via finish. Uh, he is a protege of Khabib Nurmagomedov, uh, so obviously he's got crazy wrestling skills. No, no, if he's ever wrestled a bear or not, but, uh, Olivera is a BJJ practitioner. Uh, he's become a more ra- well-rounded fighter. Uh, and we'll, so will Olivera continue to build on his legacy and to perhaps becoming the greatest 155 pounder of all time, or will Islam Makachev follow in his mentors Khabib footsteps and fulfill his championship destiny. Yeah. Oh, oh, by the way, featherweight champion and arguably the top pound-for-pound fighter Alexander Volkanovski is the backup in this fight just a few weeks after having surgery. Uh, very intriguing storylines, not just for this fight, for the rest of the main card as well, but a great main event, Charles Oliveira against Islam Makachev, uh, again, for the lightweight title. So it uh, should be very entertaining. And the co-main event is a title fight as well. For the Bantamweight Championship, uh, Aljamain Sterling, Puts his belt on the line against T.J. Dillashaw. Uh, These guys don't like each other. There have been a lot of drawing back and forth. uh, But these guys are both a couple of excellent grapplers. Sterling, uh, Aljamain Sterling, has won seven straight, including back-to-back wins over Petter Jan. Uh, Aljamain Sterling, he hasn't lost in nearly five years. Uh, Now, some critics say he may not be a deserving champion when he beat Petter Jan for the title due to an illegal knee by Jan, even though it appeared that Jan was winning the fight to that point. But To Sterling's credit, he came back and won the rematch over Petr Jan. Now, it went over TJ Dillashaw on Saturday. I think would quiet the naysayers a bit. After all, he would have beaten Petr Jan and TJ Dillashaw fair and square in consecutive fights. Uh, But, you know, speaking of Dillashaw, of course, he's looking to regain the title uh, in just a second fight back since serving a two-year suspension for PEDs. Uh, Dillashaw, he hasn't lost at 135 since a split decision loss to Dominic Cruz in January of 2016. And this fight might come down to who has the better cardio, which both do have pretty good cardio. Uh, who can overcome adversity better over the course of the fight? Look, we know both guys have uh, excellent ground games, but I think Dillashaw, to me, uh, has an edge in the striking department. So, But again, this should be a very intriguing matchup, a very fun fight to watch as well. Alright, third fight on the main card, which, you know, would be a main event card and maybe on some other uh, uh, fight nights or anything, but it is uh, the aforementioned former Bantamweight champ Petter Jan taking on Sugar Sean O'Malley. Uh, look, it's possible that the winner of this fight could get a title shot against the winner of Stilling Dillashaw. Uh, again, Jan, you know, he is the former Bantamweight champ. Uh, I would think that UFC would put off a third fight with Aljamain Sterling as long as possible, seeing how Jan is 0-2 against Aljo. Uh, even though Jan lost the first fight due to an illegal knee, despite appearing to be winning to the, the fight at that point, like I mentioned, uh, but a Petr Jan, T.J. Dillashaw fight, that would be very intriguing. But, of course, Petr Jan has to get past Suga Sean O'Malley. Uh, Sean O'Malley is a fan favorite. He could vault in the title picture with the win. Definitely get into the top five at least. Uh, he had a no contest against Pedro Munoz last time out due to an eye poke. Uh, so I think that Sugar Sean is really itching to put on a show for the fans. He's you know one of the more popular fighters um, in the UFC. Uh, really, you know, engaging with, uh, with with his fans via, you know, social media, on Twitch and everything, stuff like that. And, uh, you know, really popular. And so he would likes to entertain the fans uh, both in and outside the octagon. Uh, O'Malley, 11 of his 15 wins have been via KO or TKO, including his last six victories. So that should be a good one. And then we also have another good fight in the lightweight division as uh, Benil Dariush Takes on Matu's Gamrot. Uh, Benil Dariush is a, it's a classic, you know, the old striker versus wrestler matchup, right? Dariush is on a seven fight win streak, uh, but this is his first fight in 17 months. Uh, last time he was uh, in the Octagon, he beat Tony Ferguson by unanimous decision at UFC 262. Uh, since then, he's suffered a broken fibula in February, uh, but elected to have the bone heal naturally rather than have surgery. Uh, he's good to go. Again, he hasn't lost in four years, nearly four years. Uh, while Dariush is more noted as a striker, he does have more victories via submission and decision than he does by knockout. Meanwhile, uh, Matus Gamro, uh, he lost his UFC debut two years ago for his only professional loss. Uh, since then, he's reeled off four straight wins, uh, More recently, most recently a unanimous decision win over Armand uh, uh at UFC Fight Night back in June. Uh, He has a wrestling base, but he's also not afraid to stand and bang. So, again, another entertaining fight. If you notice, all these fighters on these cards, a lot of them have long winning streaks, haven't lost for years, uh, multiple fight win streaks. So uh, definitely a high-quality main card for UFC 280 and kicking things off on a main card will be a women's flyweight fight between uh, Caitlin Chukagan and Menon Firo. Uh, Chukagan comes in on a four-fight win streak while Firo has reeled off nine straight wins since losing her pro debut. Uh, she is a perfect 4-0 and in the UFC. And again, this should be a really good fight to kick off uh, the main card for UFC 280. Again, the pay-per-view, the main card starts at 2 o'clock Eastern time, so uh, we can mix in a little, you know, watch some UFC while watching your uh, mixing in with your college football on Saturday. So depending on who your team is and you know, when they're playing, you know, it might be all right. Like, you know, for my Buckeyes, they're playing Iowa. Main card starts at 2 o'clock. This should be about halftime, When hopefully it should be a blowout by halftime, but we'll see. Uh, the undercard has some uh, pretty intriguing names as well. you got Bilal Muhammad taking on Sean Brady. Again, some bad blood there as well. Uh, Makmu Muradov is uh, taking on Chapelle Barajo. Volkan uh, Uzmedir is taking on Nikita Krylov, And there's some other big names on here. You have uh, Armin Petrosian taking on A.J. Dobson. Also, Maureen Rodriguez taking on Amanda Lemos. So, uh, again, a very stacked UFC 280 this weekend in Abu Dhabi. Should be a lot of fun. Should be a great afternoon of fights. And I'll recap it next week for you. So, But just a reminder, hey, please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, or wherever you consume your podcast. Follow me on Twitter, at Milan Jordan. Thanks again for tuning in to the MMA Daily Blitz, presented by BetUS.com. And as part of the DSP Media Podcast Network, once again, thanks again for checking out the MMA Daily Blitz. Enjoy the fights this weekend. I will talk to you later.